welcome to yet another episode of the Defaba podcast with me, your host, Dr. Lilian Kerugo, where we talk about the development and behavior of children and the challenges and the differences that can arise. This season, we are talking about the causes of disabilities. Disabilities are some of the causes of challenges in the development and behavior of children. And so we are talking about the causes of some of the disabilities, not all, just some. And this week, we are talking about early childhood infections. The period of early childhood is a period of rapid growth, exploration, and unfortunately, low immunity due to the immaturity of the immune system. Children are often attacked by a myriad of viruses and bacteria with diseases such as rashes, sore throats, and the sniffles. I'm sure parents, you relate to this, especially when they go to school. Every week, we are treating a cold after cold, a rash after a rash, a sore throat after a sore throat. And despite, and this is because their immunity has not yet matured to deal with some of these diseases without having to present symptoms. And at the same time, these children are interacting with so many people from very different backgrounds. These children are going to so many places, touching everything, smelling everything, hugging everybody. Everybody wants to kiss them. Yeah, so... We are not going to escape some of these <laughs> problems. Majority of these infections are can be overcome by the child's immunity, thankfully. A majority of the diseases can be treated in good time, thankfully. Uh, however, some infections can lead to lifelong effects as far as their development and their growth is concerned. Here are a few examples. Meningitis. Meningitis is an infection of the coverings of the brain and the spinal cord. Okay, so the brain is inside your skull. Just above the brain, there are coverings or protective layers around the brain and they spread downwards towards the spinal cord. And sometimes an infection can arise in these coverings and that's what we call meningitis. And the bacteria or viruses that cause meningitis are inhaled from the environment and then from the nose, there is a connection between the nose and the brain and the bacteria are able to go through there and cause uh, the infection. These infections uh, of such important tissues can leave complications. And some of these complications include paralysis, interrupted speech, blindness, or deafness. And this therefore de de uh, changes how the child is going to develop. If a child is paralyzed in their hands or in their uh, legs, they're obviously not going to walk as fast as they would like them to. Or if they do walk, they may not walk as in a fashion that we are used to. If the child's hearing is affected, then they will have delayed speech or no speech. Uh, if a child's frontal part of the brain is affected, then their understanding and their grasp of educational materials may be affected unless delivered in a special manner. And meningitis can be caused by bacteria, it can be caused by viruses, it can be caused by fungi, and it can be caused by other microbes. So it's important that we um, uh, be aware of some of the causes of meningitis. If your child is sick, child develops a fever, it's important that this child gets treated appropriately. Pneumonia is an infection of the lungs from bacteria or viruses that again are in the environment. When inhaled, they can also go downwards. So I usually say bacteria are, are like power batteries. Once, once they come in, they can go up, they can go east, they can go south. If they go up, meningitis. If they go east, uh, you can get ear infections, otitis media. If they go down, you can get pneumonia and other body infections. 
And if the infection is not treated adequately, the bacteria may travel to the brain or to the ears or to the, um, the, the spinal cord, therefore causing disabilities in those areas that the bacteria have, 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 have traveled to. And once you have disabilities in those areas, then the child's development and behavior may be changed. Another infection that can affect children is carditis. Carditis is an infection of the heart. Those same bacteria, once inhaled, they can travel all the way to the heart or they can cause an immune response that affects the heart. This irritation at the heart can uh, lead to changes in the heart function. And if the heart does not function adequately, this can lead to diminished blood supply to critical areas such as the brain, the spinal cord, and the bones. And this can lead to delay in growth and development. Children may also get sepsis. Now, sepsis is a generalized infection of the whole body. And what's interesting is that the child's own response to this uh, infection can be even worse than the, than the infection itself. So our bodies are wired to respond to all infections or all um, foreign bodies or all injuries through a process known as inflammation. Now, inflammation mo most times is uh, life-saving because it is that inflammation that increases oxygen supply that brings about your natural killer cells and your immune cells, and then they get rid of the infection. So most of the time, inflammation is a life-saving process that we need in our bodies. However, sometimes inflammation can be overboard. It's like an overreaction, you know, like when a child irritates you and you blow up in their face, that's an overreaction. Sometimes our bodies can do this through that process of inflammation. Sometimes it can be an overreaction and that inflammation can lead to um, breakdown or function in all body parts from the kidneys to the brain, to the ears, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the nerves and the limbs. And this can lead to uh, challenges later on if the baby recovers, challenges in, de in development and challenges in their behavior. Inflammation and sepsis can lead to blindness, paralysis, intellectual challenges, and uh, this is a child who may end up requiring additional supports as they grow. This is some of the causes of disability that are happen in the early childhood period. And we're talking about the years between when the child is developing. So we're talking about zero to 17 years. Those are the years of development. And any infection that um, happens during this stage, if it is not properly handled, if it does not properly resolve on its own, can lead to lifelong effects. So it's important to keep an eye on our children as they grow, if they have a stubborn cough that's not going away, if they have a fever that is not uh, going down, if they have uh, symptoms that are severe, such as convulsions, uh, if all of a sudden they cannot stand, all of a sudden they cannot walk, yet they used to walk before, if uh, all of a sudden they have their they have um, they are weak and they're not able to participate in their normal activities such as play, it's important that these children are treated appropriately. It's important that these children are evaluated for lifelong complications of this infection. Remember, you can chat, you can leave a comment, you can leave a question either on our chat boxes or on email at info at or on our social media handles, which I will link to the show notes or on our website at www.biffaba.com. Please tune in next time as we continue with this series of causes of childhood disabilities. Bye-bye.